0: Welcome to Where's My Blueprint Podcast, where we talk about all things adulting, our experiences, navigating adulthood, and what we learned along the way. We invite you to join our weekly conversations while we create our own blueprints on this amazing journey and hope some of the lessons we learned can help you. Here are my co-hosts, Nay and Sunny D. Hey everybody, it's your girl Sunny D here to brighten up your day. I'm a new business owner transitioning from corporate America. And frankly, I can't trust anybody that don't like tacos. Hey friends, I'm Nay. I'm so excited to share and grow with y'all. I'm a full-time wife, full-time mommy, and part-time employee. Nutella is my love language. (laughs) This is your girl, Nakai, and I am your host on Where's My Blueprint Podcast. I am so excited to have you guys here, and I love brownies and seaweed. So let's get to the episode. Hey, welcome back to episode 12. We are excited to be in Women's Month, yay, to March, and want to shout out a huge thank you to all of our social workers, child life specialists, and of course, our amazing women. We celebrate you this month. Yay! <clears throat> We decided to continue with our small series highlighting the most influential women. We continue this series with the one, the only, beautiful, my cousin, my sister friend, Brianna Fenty. But before we get into the episode, let's hear from our sponsor. Thank you guys for joining us once again. This episode is sponsored by Divine Timing. You can check out all of their adulting type materials, journals, and planners on their website at fearforme.com. That is fear, the number four, me me.com and write down this coupon code. It is WMB22. They're giving you guys 22% off for the new year. Put that in at checkout and save some coins. Yay. So as you all know, we start our episode with a quote. So today's quote is, I stand up for what I believe in. And a lot of the time that can be against people's opinions by Miss Rihanna. So we are going to go ahead and get into this conversation. So starting this out, ladies, you know, with the either or... I have to know do y'all prefer Rihanna music or Rihanna businesses? I'm gonna go businesses and that's partially because I feel like she's been doing these businesses for so long that I forgot that she did music before this. unless my, my go-to's like Bitch Better Have My Money. I've been listening to that. That's been speaking very specific to me in this stage of my adulthood, very strongly. But that's been an anthem of mine. And every time it rains, like Umbrella is classic, so. I think with me, I totally admire her business, Savvy and everything. But as a consumer, I consume more of her music than any of her other endeavors. Like I am not subscribed to Savage Chick Fenty. I don't buy Fenty Beauty or Fenty Skin. I know Nakai do not look at me like that, but I am not a consumer of those items. I am more of a consumer of her music. Where is R9? That's the question. For me, I, I, I'm I torn between these two because I am definitely a Riri fan. Like, music, she's my girl. I know every single song, got every single CD. She's, you know, what I do when I drive and I have the long drives. That's my concert, right? However, I do subscribe to everything. Like, Savage, I have like the onesies, the Fenty. That's the only thing I use on my face. I have the lotion. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Help I concur. I'm, listen, I'm in a bralette right now. Savage X Fenty. And I am comfortable. Oh, man, and so- I definitely got this. Oh, when the Care dropped, that was everything. Flawless. That was everything. Flawless. Yes, I got the kid. Well, maybe it's because like currently I'm unemployed and I do not, you know, down a black woman, woman of the global majority getting her coin. But the way my coins are set up, it is not set up for Savage nor Pentsy Skin. Like it is not. These hair products are getting all of my coins. So I, I, I cannot. I cannot. But maybe when I become employed again, I'll get on the subscription train. I do agree. Like her, her stuff is not cheap. Although it's not cheap, the quality and the way it lasts. Like one, if you get the full products, like those full products last me at least three to five. You don't need a lot. You need like this little, and then it goes like all in your face, and it's all creamy and it feels good. Yeah, Yeah, makeup is the same way. I know, and I hear that, and I understand that, but especially with Savage, I'm pretty sure you can't skip a whole year. So that's my thing, and also with my skincare, like I, I'm very particular about what I put on my person. So I look for certain ingredients, and I can't have anything that is um that will clog my pores and everything else so I think I looked at her stuff and it just wasn't compatible with my needs but like I said I'm all for her getting all the coins like be a leprechaun take them all up be a leprechaun oh um write that down so what is of course with our beautiful Rihanna and I know you said you're a consumer of her music just like we all are what's your favorite Rihanna song hands down James Joint mm, oh okay. god it's so moody and I just love it like if I was a smoker I would probably smoke to that song. I just I love it. Y'all know I'm angry underneath it all. I, I love it. And it's such a deep cut. Like you know people who actually listen to the whole album and not just pick out songs if they know James Joint. Yes. Yeah. That's a good song. What about you Sonny D? As I've said before though the amount of times that I just to and it's not long and I need it to be longer is indeed Bitch Better Have My Money. It is. It needs to be That's a longer true. song. I need to play this at work. I just need people People to know y'all owe me some coins and I'm finna get them, I'm getting all of them. I'm finna be the leper and get all the coins. That's the jam. When I heard that song, I did not even see the video first, but it was so interesting because I heard the song and I was like, <laughs> My ex, I was being in the kitchen, I was like, Bitch, better have my money. Like, it's so aggressive. <laughs> And my ex would be like, "So you good? <laughs> you okay? Somebody owe you something?" And I was like, "You know what? Yes, I want my money from this chick. <laughs> she paid me." Oh, you think about somebody that brought ten dollars in the tenth grade. All of a sudden, it comes back to you, and you get you get in your feelings. If that song is aggressive, and I'm not an aggressive person, however, calm. When I listen to that song, I get all in my persona, like I'm really finna go get these coins back, <laughs> and like I live for it. I mean, I want to go back and I know you said I can only pick one but I want the whole anti-album like I'm pulling up her discography and I'm like there is a reason why this album resonated so much with me just going through all of the stuff and don't get me wrong I still say James join is an anthem it needs to be longer than a minute and 12 seconds because how dare her but like Desperado yeah I said it like I love this album I do I do. Oh. <laughs> Mm-hmm. why does she have like these bomb interlude that's like a minute minute and a half and I'm like where is the other two minutes though why is this not a whole joint and why is there more than one song that's like that though I mean she made you know pour it up pour it up a whole entire song and that was an interlude I, I need that to be longer because that's the jam too I don't go to nobody's clubs but in my mind I was a stripper <laughs> <laughs> I was not prepared for that response <laughs> <laughs> well, my favorite song, I have two, but I only—I will only pick one. It's Russian Roulette. I don't know if y'all have heard that song, but I love that song. One, because it's so dark, but I love that song because it really, it's like a really deep message of like, look, any situation you're in, you get one shot. Like it's you or this other person who's going to win this shot. You you're Either you're going to take it or this other person's going to take it. And maybe I'm reading too much into it, but I don't know if y'all heard the song or seen the video or, you know. So Russian Roulette is a game (laughs) that when you play, you actually take a gun and you put one bullet in there, you spin it and then everybody goes, like they take a chance of like, oh, you shoot the gun to your temple. Oh, okay. Hey, the other person shoot the gun. It's very dark, like extremely dark. Oh, Uh, I'm familiar with that. I just wasn't familiar with the song. Oh, oh, my bad. Okay. Well, for the audience who didn't know, I just broke it down to you. But I really love that because like, even when she says it, she was like take the gun make it it'll make it real but then it's a part of there where she's like the fact that he's here lets me know he hasn't lost before and it's like this oh my god it's just such a good song like y'all really go listen to Russian Roulette Rihanna I just it's just a great song that's just hands down my favorite song so yeah so tell me what is y'all's favorite movie that Rihanna has been in. This was un- obvious. Is Ocean's Eight obviously right? <laughs> that's like the obvious answer. I did like her in Battleship. If y'all haven't seen it, she wasn't in a whole lot of the movie, but she was in it enough for you to know like Rihanna's in the movie. But Ocean's Eight is just. I mean, that's just that's that's the one right there. Also, I need that red dress. I'll take the diamonds too, but I need the red dress. Facts on facts on facts. So yeah, Ocean's 8 is magnificent. I love her in that. But equally, I love her in home. I do. I do. I the, the child in me loves her in home. It's because I, I am a child at heart, like they said. And she was just so amazing in there. Like, you, she was able to bring herself out. Like, we already know she has a really, really, really um unique voice. So when you hear, you know that's Rihanna. And it's not Rihanna it's rihanna at least i think so it's rihanna (laughs) that's what her mama named her Her robin rihanna fenty just in our community we gonna always call her rihanna even when she corrects us that's true that's true i guess out of respect for rihanna i will continue to call her riri (laughs) (laughs) out of respect for her i'm gonna call her by her nickname (laughs) instead I'm gonna colonizer, with you? <laughs> oh my God. I haven't seen uh, Home yet. I know. Y'all give me the look every time we have this conversation. I haven't seen it yet. However, comma. I am like the movie person that likes to watch the press for films of people that I'm interested in. So I've seen like her interviews with Jim Parsons for the movie. And those are really entertaining to me. I just haven't seen the actual Black like, film yet. So I'm pulling up like the cast list for Home. And did you all note that... Her character's nickname was Tip, but her character's full first name was Gratuity.
1: Mm-hmm. I love <laughs> For that. For some
0: reason, I didn't like remember that. And it's just hilarious to me. That, that is hilarious. Those are one of those tidbits that I appreciate. Mm-hmm. The attention to detail. And because, you know, that character was Gratuity and Tip, which equals money. Let's talk about how she's this thing game changer, getting all the coins, billionaire status, 33, and her birthday is actually in February. And I'm so excited excited I'm out here for it because she knows she is in my month what are y'all thoughts on her being this game changer and how do y'all see her as a game changer in our generation yeah she's in our generation I mean I don't have any other word other than phenomenal Mm -hmm. and I feel like it wasn't I feel like a lot of people didn't see it coming because we were introduced to her as this artist when she was what like a teenager and so Mm -hmm. you're introduced to her as an artist and it's common it's very popular for some artists a certain artist with a certain level of popularity to cross over into like film and stuff like that. Like that part is like common and like that's usual to see in the industry, right? But then for someone to veer into their own lane as far as business goes and then cross the threshold to billionaire, that was wild. Like that's just wild to watch all in a span of a decade-ish, yeah. right? Like it seemed as if it happened. And I know it didn't happen overnight. It seems that way though because we were focused on where's the album? <laughs> and she's like, here's the business. And we're mm-hmm. like, where's the album? And she's like, here's another business. Mm-hmm. Where's the album? Here's the storefront. <laughs> like she's just Doing thing after thing after thing and just building all this wealth is amazing to see. I just love it because it shows what you can do when you take initiative. Like all of her businesses, they're not like some new creation under the sun, but she saw an opening and she stepped in it. Like using her fame, using the momentum behind just who she is and let's keep it all the way above we kind of look after and support our own so all she had to do was put the product forward and people were going to buy it it's just that it is such great quality that people continue to purchase and be consumers of the products but like I said it's not even like she did something unusual and like she was the first to do something she saw a gap in like products for the black community for a particular body type for a particular skin type and she was like like, you know, I use these products. It's difficult for me. So how about I help my other sisters, cousins, whatever, and fulfill that need for them. And I can't help but appreciate that and applaud it. See, Absolutely. this is why I am so excited to talk to y'all about this because you made such a good point of Rihanna. All her businesses aren't new. Like, they've been around forever. But Rihanna, it was her, Riri, who saw... <laughs> A need, like you said, she she saw a problem and she solved it. But not only did she solve it, she solved it in such a creative way. Meaning she was like, Oh, there's nothing for our people. Okay, well, let's do the whole entire world, any type of skin color on this earth. I got it. Not only that, fashion. Love that she created, like she partnered with Lizzo. And I don't know if y'all saw her fashion show. She did this huge fashion show. It is, it's amazing. I'm sorry, I just got really excited. So let me calm right back down. <laughs> it is so freaking amazing amazing not only did she have she in, she was so inclusive she not only had men women black white green yellow blue whatever she had all different sizes she had the lgbtq community she had everything and only top of that i totally forgot i was watching a fashion show i was like i'm at a concert like i was like this is amazing this is so beautiful And the way she, the creativity that she has is beautiful the way she like segwayed from so many different things into fashion i saw one of her first fashion fashion shows but homegirl be putting out fashion show after fashion show like when the new season comes up so I have not seen the latest but based on one of the prior ones homegirl did so good she had hubby over here talking about he wanted some 50 draws and they were sold out but he was like yeah I want some 50 draws and I was like okay boo you know I what I can do on the website but they were sold out but yeah I be to get him some fanties. <laughs> I saw a lot of men that were like that were especially when she because you know she's really inclusive especially on the website and the models in these garments are they look like us they look like everybody and I remember seeing a whole I think it was trending at one point where there were like a lot of men that were like this is like the first time I've seen somebody in my body type like full on display model type representation and she's the one that's done that and even guys were like yo I need to get I need to get a piece of the pie too representation matters yeah Absolutely. but hubby was not trying to get these so let me preface it before anybody who knows him like try to clown him he was not trying to get the fenty jock strap but there is a whole community of black men who done got their fenty jock straps because of Rihanna you ain't <laughs> never heard a black man like publicly admit he over here wearing some jock straps for the happy fun spanking time but a whole plethora of them folks was like, yeah, I'm about to give me the 50 straps," And they was not skinny dude, but they was proud. They, were proud. they were proud. And I love that she is so not just inclusive, but I was watching something where she said her thing is to make sure her, when she talks to people, she wants all of them represented because she was like, when she was creating the line, you know, she had her mom, her sister, her family, and you know, the, her everyday people in mind, which I love that because as she is a true and huge activist and she you know speaks out and my favorite thing of what she said is like i think she was at an award show and she was like oh <laughs> you know y'all over here trying to help pull up like pull up i don't know if y'all remember that one but i was just like yes reality tell me if want to support black lives matter and i'm gonna say if you want to support the cause meaning ensuring that black people aren't dying at the hands of unnecessary for unnecessary reasons then pull up so what do y'all think about 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 her being an activist and her philanthropy? I mean, I love it. I love that it just goes to show she pulled up. Like, this is, her community means a lot to her. Like, just the platform that she has, she recognizes that, and she is using this platform that she has been given to speak up about issues that matter to her and her community. And so many times, celebrities, artists, actors, they feel like once they put themselves in that position, then it will turn away their people who buy their stuff, who, you know, promote them, who employ them. But she was like, nah, my people got me. I'm going to speak up for my people. And if there's any backlash come what May, it is what it is. I mean, I feel like when it comes to activism or standing for a cause or whatever you want to call it, you can't just talk about it. You got to be about it. All these companies and they'll put out their press release and they'll do their statement and they'll do their IG posts or whatever, but a lot of them don't have any actionable change and she's about that actionable change. And if you're going to be in that position where you have that type of influence and you have that type of visibility, then yeah, being able to call out all these other people that say they want to do X, Y, Z, pull up and let's do it. If you want to, if this is what you want to do and you see the purpose of the cause and actually helping it out, put your money where your mouth is and let's get it done. Yeah, I definitely agree with all of that. And I love that she actually has her own and she created a foundation called Her Believe Foundation which is she created this in 2006 and this is basically to help terminally ill children and so I'm just like she just gives back so much I love that not only is she a giver but she's so relatable so I have a random question for you guys only because I just found this out and I don't know how I feel about this what do y'all think about her and ASAP Rocky? Girl What them people live a best lives like they are cute together even though she makes him look bad he done got that fenty skin, so his skin is popping. Like, both of them are into fashion. They're both young. They look like they are into each other, good for each other. So let them be great. They ain't out here, as they said about, you know, Puffy P. Diddy, brother, look. They ain't in here all up in the videos. Like, they just trying to live their best young, <laughs> black, carefree life. And I'm here for it. If they want to start a little family, have some little knucklehead Barbadian baby babies run around I am here for it yes we need more examples of young black relatable love everybody ain't gotta be the Huxtables like let them be them I don't know too much about ASAP Rocky not 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 a clip however I like how she looks with him meaning like any sort of pictures like paparazzi photos and things like that she just looks as if she's really enjoying her life in that moment and I feel like that's something that is important when you're in relationships or what have you, especially, I mean, I can't imagine because I, my life is nowhere near being that visible and being that exposed. But in those moments, you find someone that you click with and you guys can really enjoy each other's times. Like, you deserve it. Let her be happy. It's so funny because there was an interview that they did together. I don't know if it was for her line or if it was for Elle magazine. And let me preface this by saying, they have been friends for years, like years long friendship. But she was interviewing him and just to see their banter and their camaraderie and she was giving it to him like making all kinds of jokes about his skin care was atrocious before she met him and all this other stuff. It was just cute to watch and this was even before they quote unquote became a couple. So you could see the chemistry and like Sunny D said, it looks like he makes her happy but not only, well, he enhances her happy because you can only be happy for yourself but he enhances her happy and it looks like She's able to be her full authentic self with him. And I apply any man who makes their woman shine like that in her natural aura and glove. So you just dropped the gem. Another person can only enhance your own happiness, they can't make you happy. You have to make yourself happy to then have a partner that enhances your happiness. I love that. I hope y'all all got that too. And that is the only reason why I'm like, ugh, I don't really know who this guy is. But when I see the pictures, I really see her happiness. Like I see her, like, she's like, you know what? This is me. Like I'm enjoying where whoever I am or wherever they are, like with this person. And I'm okay that Riri is enjoying her life with him. I just need to do some more research on him and see what what, what do you bring to the table? Because Riri, me, she, she's, a, she's a billionaire. What are you bringing? And why does he have to bring something other than like letting her be her and her happiness? I say that because sometimes we feel like men have to be over and above what we are, but nobody ever has a problem with the flip side. Like if this man is this multi-millionaire and he has this woman who maybe has a couple less zeros behind her name, nobody says anything about that. So she lets him, like he, you know, lets her be herself. He enhances her happy why can't we just be satisfied with that why does he have to bring anything else to the table because ultimately this is their business if she likes it i love it you know thank you for that um new perspective i do appreciate it and love that you gave me a new light and again dropped the new gym you are you are definitely correct like at the end of the day as long as they are happy as long as she is happy then i am happy so to wrap up this conversation i want to ask you both what is one thing that you could take away from Rihanna to implement in your own life? I think one thing that I will take away is there are other people, and, and this pertains to me personally as you know a new business owner and trying to figure out where I fit in in my business and audience or what have you. But there are other people that have similar products or that have similar services, do similar types of things, or have similar types of businesses, but they are not like you. And what what you provide is unique and very particular and important and you will serve your own group of people you'll serve your own audience you will serve your own set of customers and be successful in that when you know who you are you know what you want to accomplish you know who you're serving and you just focus on that and not what other people are doing or how they're doing it or how you compare to that figure out what the need is and solve that problem and do it in your way and you'll be successful oh I love that. I love that. And what I take away from her is something that I say all the time and I'm going to still say it all the time moving forward. So y'all just going to have to get tired of it. But I love that she is so unapologetically herself. Like we didn't touch on it, but there was a time and it happens periodically where she's small, but then there's some times where Riri is a thick, thick, girl and she just flat out said, hey, I'm getting older and my body does what my body does like sometimes I eat too much and I'm thick 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 sometimes I don't sometimes I got all this booty and thighs you know sometimes I don't I'm not trying to make myself stick thin I'm not trying to get all this way she was like you know sometimes I like a cheeseburger and surprise and all the carbs and all the fat and you get thickness but she's like you said before she's relatable and I just love that about her now do I yeah that was my takeaway is that she's unapologetically herself and that she is just walking in her gift like she is truly walking in her gift living her best life and really that's really what I wish for every single person listening I really wish that for every single human on this earth is to really mind your business drink your water and just live your best life that you can live because I mean we only get one life might as well do it big to your standard. so so yeah thank y'all ladies for having in that combo with me about my RiRi. And so we will now transition into Moments of Melanation. Moments, Moments of Melanation. Of Melanation. Nation. Nation. Moments of Melanation is where we highlight a Black person doing their thing. Today for Moments of Melanation, we are highlighting... This week for Moments of Melanation, we are going to talk about Dido Elizabeth Bell. And I, you might have heard of her before because there was a movie adapted based on her life in 2013 that was written and directed by Black women. Snap, 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 for that. But she was the illeg- illegitimate daughter of a young Black woman, Maria Bell, and a Royal Naval officer, Sir John Lindsay, in um, Britain. She grew up up in an aristocratic she grew up as one of well she's known to be the first black aristocratic like person during slavery because when her father died and he did like acknowledge her she lived with her uncle who was a lord chief justice and later became a first earl and she was taught to read write play music and it was said that she was graceful and at ease in the presence of invited guests which leads you to believe they didn't put homegirl in the kitchen with the rest of the slaves and everything else. Like, she was with the family and there was, she also received an annual allowance. There is one picture that shows her, and it's in some museum in Great Britain. It was actually supposed to be a picture of her cousin, Lady Elizabeth Murray, but it said that Dido was walking in the garden as her cousin's picture was being, um, portrait was being painted. And you can see Elizabeth putting her hand out to kind of stop her, but Dido wasn't dressed like as a slave or anything else. She had on like this silk gown and like a turban on her head and like pearl necklace. And she was carrying like a bowl of roots, kind of to hint at her um, exotic quote unquote lineage. And she was brown and not just like a speck of taupe in the white paint. No, homegirl was brown. Like you could tell she was a brown. skinned woman and even then I read a quote and it was basically like an invited guest said yeah there was this black that was at dinner with us and she seemed at ease with the other ladies and she was mingling with it yeah that was Dido because her family actually treated her like black family and um I just thought that was so dope especially like I said because her father confirmed her in his obituary so she wasn't no hidden secret or nothing like that and I guess ladies do you feel feel like this was an uncommon occurrence, you know, in European culture? I know we don't hear about it, but do you all feel like that was common or uncommon? I feel like this is one of the first times I've even heard of something like this being like a thing for not only, okay, number one, illegitimate children, that's obviously common. That's not what I'm talking about. But the fact that not only was she acknowledged, but she was seemingly a very like real participant in the aristocracy within this family. And I don't know if that would have ever happened, you know, stateside during that time. I definitely don't think that would have been a thing. But yeah, no, I don't think that was common at all. Yeah, that was my other thought. Like, was this, did this occur because in Europe, quote unquote, slavery was more gentle as opposed to in the state? But then my other thought was, was this because they were part of the aristocracy? Oh, that word is gonna get on my ears. They was rich and higher up. Like, do y'all feel like that was the reason? Because, you know, when you get money, you get clout, you get fame. You kind of got that. I do what I want attitude, and who gonna check me, boo? So, do y'all feel like that was the reason why she was treated as such? I don't know. This whole story fascinates me to no end. I was gonna say the story fascinates me because one, for her to be treated as an equal during those times are is beautiful, you know. But also, I do think it's kind of like, oh, we got money, we do what we want. Who gonna check me? But also, I think of like, man, for her during those times. Times to know like what luxury and elegance and like being able to have these quote unquote basic needs of reading, writing, learning, like all of those not only met but it's exceeded because of who your family is. I think is great, but I also think there's another part to that is how awesome is it for that family to? Because I'm sure they got a lot of backlash, but to honestly just be human and do the right thing of like, no, this is my family, no matter matter what color they are, I'm gonna treat them the same because that's my blood running through them. So I think that's amazing. Yeah, when I was doing my research, it like somewhere it listed that they didn't know whether it was because Bell lived in the home or it was his own leanings. But her uncle said that he thought slavery was like atrocious. And although he had to color within the lines of the time, he as a judge was very kind of harsh and kind of like un sympathetic to slavers and he was more on the side of the slaves and everything else so I thought that was interesting as well so he was a human before his time making a path for quote-unquote allies exactly exactly And I add a, ra- a random tidbit sure so I'm looking at this portrait um of her and you said this is her sister right her cousin her cousin this is random just go with me here so back then they have painters you have to sit still you do the portrait type of thing this portrait looks as if like like you said she's walking like by in the midst of it and it almost looks like a like a picture if it was a picture that was taken and she's like walking by and it kind of captures that moment so did she have to stand in this position while it was painted the whole time so I don't think so because back in those times the painters kind of painted a lot from memory as well and I think that also is a nod to her dress into the turban into her carrying the fruit you know Mm -hmm. Um, on the website that I'm looking at and we'll link it in the blog it says that art historians note that the basket of tropical fruit she carries and the turban with the expensive feathers um, suggests an exotic difference from her more conventionally styled white cousin Mm -hmm. so I think that was him saying no your eyes aren't deceiving you (laughs) like this is a black woman a black girl that she is intimately like familiar with yeah I can definitely see that in in these like colored images that that I'm looking at because her presence is completely different than her cousin's. But they're very if this they seem like they very much like know each other. You know what I mean? Like they're related. That's interesting. I thought that that that's fascinating. I'm gonna have to watch that movie. Yeah, like it's it's really dope. Like you said, the painting actually looks like a picture. Like somebody has to sit really really still, and they feel you know their homegirl's presence behind her. It's like. I try to stand really, really still, but girl, hold on a minute. You know, when I take a break, I want to take a break right quick and tell you something, whisper something to you and everything else. And Dido is just walking past like, oh, okay, what you want? Well, I'm going to say that is an amazing moment in Melanation Highlight. I'm going to watch this movie also, but it also shows like they instilled in her her self-love, self-belief and self-worth where she knew that, yes, I am black and my cousin is white. However, we are on equal playing field. And I just absolutely love that. As you all know, we are sponsored by Sure Refinement and the sponsor is going to go ahead and tell us a little bit about them. Go ahead, girl. We are Sure Refinement and what we do is we help women move through their trauma and learn how to develop the self-love, self-worth and self-belief within themselves. We can be found online at www.surerefinement.com or you can shoot us a quick email at kb at surerefinement.com or you can find us on Instagram at surerefinement underscore. With that, we want to wrap up this episode with an affirmation. Well, this week's affirmation will be given to us by Alex L. And she, or possibly he, but I think she has this quote that says, I am releasing all thoughts relationships and habits that aren't aligned with my growth my purpose and highest good I am releasing cycles of settling and I thought that was really profound especially as we talk about a wonderful 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 person like Riri who she ain't settling and if she is settling if this is what settling looks like then I want to settle at this level because she is doing the dang thing and she is growing and glowing and flourishing you hear me we want you to keep that affirmation in mind so you can be on your grow glow and flourish status as well this week. Yes! I love that last part of I am releasing cycles of settling because I'm not settling not at all. 2022 coming for you and I'm about to do this boo. Pew pew pew! I can't with you with you and your your <laughs> your uh your freestyle. With, so with that we are so happy to end this episode. Riri we love you. We just wanted to let you know that um, and so we just wanted to really dedicate an episode to you. Everyone You can find us on all podcasting platforms, Spotify, Amazon, Audible, Google, SoundCloud, all of those. Go comment. And also, please, please, please go to our blog. That way you can like interact with us. You can actually go to our website where you can go on there, interact with us. Actually drop some comments of like, oh, well, can y'all talk about this? We want to hear about this. Like interact with us, talk with us. Subscribe to all of them on every single platform. And we are so grateful for you for listening to this episode and thank you where's my blueprint pod.com you know i'm horrible with this stuff For oh, forget the pod <laughs> thank you thank you where's my blueprintpod.com? and thank you we are out bye peace out <laughs>